Welcome to Pastoring Out Loud, a podcast for Bethlehem Baptist Church's South Gathering. Are you interested in hearing more about our church? Go to Bethlehem.Church forward slash self. Got it. Got it. Got it. Nailed it. Hey, guys. Welcome to this uh, beautiful, sunny morning here in Minnesota where we're sitting in the conference room and the sun is beaming in on us and some of us are enjoying it and some of us are not. It's hot. Yeah. It's <laughs> Random question. What animal did you compare yourself to when we were sitting here in the sun? What did you say about yourself? I said, I'm like a cat curled up by the window in the sun. <laughs> Do you not feel like a cat right no, now? No, I feel like a <laughs> adult human that's very hot. <laughs> Stacy, what animal do you feel like? <laughs> I have no idea. Oh, okay. It's just warm in here. It is warm in here. I, I will give you that. But yeah. Anyway, we're going to record a podcast. <laughs> I'm glad you enjoy it, Nick. I do. I do enjoy it. <clears throat> So today we are uh, continuing our series on what it means to be an embodied soul and uh, how that affects our lives and um, yeah, what, what, what should we do with that concept? So last week we just kind of talked about it in general uh, and this week we're going to tie um, that concept to our worship. Mm. So can you guys just remind me a little bit, we tied it a little bit last week, we set the table uh, in talking about worship. Can you just remind us what we, what we said last week? One of the comments I made last week was that um, I, th- I think the question last week was, how does this actually matter? Why does it actually matter mm-hmm. in, in daily life? And I said, the way I view myself as an embodied soul is a living, breathing, moving, acting worship center. Yeah. And therefore that affects you know, how I want to live my life. And so that's what I'd say is being an embodied soul that is made in the image of God and has this physical reality that is able to live out uh, everything going on in our souls, and those two being tied together means that all of life in these embodied souls should be worship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stacey, yeah. anything to add? I don't think so. I mean, last time I mentioned Proverbs and how through our bodies we display wisdom or foolishness, you know, mm-hmm. whether we love the Lord or and others or not. And so, yeah, it's just good. I think good to reflect on these things a little bit more. Yeah. And so I just love to think about ways that we, that our bodies reflect what's going on in our hearts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> and so, you know, it, I'm fidgeting right now because of the extreme, because heat. of the extreme. heat. <laughs> Shouldn't that mean you should sit still to cool yourself down? Probably, but I'm anxious. In my soul. <laughs> <laughs> about the heat. About the heat. Fid- so fid- the heat is making you anxious <laughs> and, and in your soul. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> You're an embodied soul. Wow. wow, look at that. Real-time example. Ethan is standing up trying to wave the door. He's as fanning <laughs> the door at us. <laughs> Good job, Ethan. <clears throat> so, so, yeah, and... So we think about then what are ways that our bodies, you know, with our, our physical selves, we reflect what's going on in our hearts. And that can happen in a variety of ways. That can be pointed towards an idol, right? And so our hearts are idol factories. <laughs> you know, we, we are oftentimes with our, not just our words, but our actions, showing the things that we're worshiping mm-hmm. in our lives. Um, so, you know, even you just think about ways that you spend your money, a, a physical action that's tracing back to the roots yep. in your heart. 
Um, so there's all sorts of ways that our, our actions and our bodies show what's going on in our hearts. And, and this is true personally in all of life, and it's true, one of my favorite subjects, in corporate worship when mm-hmm. we gather on Sundays. Mm-hmm. So what do, you, what do you guys think? How, when we gather, what are some ways where, as embodied souls, we're enacting our worship uh, from our hearts? How do, we, how do we display that on Sundays with each other? I mean, uh, the very reality that the Bible calls us to gather together Yep. Is, is the starting point, right? Even the word church means gathering. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're meant to be together. And I think, I think uh, as much as the COVID uh, virtual season was frustrating to many, it, you know, absence makes the heart grow fonder. And I <laughs> yeah. think that we, yep. all, we all realized how much and how important it is to actually be together, to mm-hmm. be in a room, to see faces, to worship with one another, is significant because we're embodied souls made in the image of God, who is a a communal God, right. a communal God. So that, that's part of the embodied souls. Is an embodied soul needs to be with other embodied souls. And I would just say, kind of everything we do in worship, you know, we couldn't do without our bodies. Couldn't couldn't sing. Couldn't mm-hmm. express. Yep. You know, couldn't uh, worship in our hearts out loud <laughs> without our voices. We couldn't raise our hands, um, for those of us that raise our hands, couldn't clap, couldn't eat or drink, uh, communion, um, all, mm-hmm. all those things, right, are, are physical expressions and actions that are signifying spiritual realities going on. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and we couldn't, and if there wasn't other embodied souls physically present in the room, we couldn't, like for example, Ephesians 5, speak to one another. Right. Yep. And psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. Yeah, um, and yeah, the Bible calls us to raise holy hands, you know, yep. to God. And maybe this is just a, a call to think about, you know, why do we, why do we clap and why do we raise our hands? And some people may be like, oh, that makes me so uncomfortable. But the reason we do it is because it is a physical expression of a spiritual reality that's going, hopefully, <laughs> going on in our hearts. And so it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. So let this just maybe give you a fresh call to, all right, I'll raise my hands because this is, I'm not because, you know, it's a show, but because we are embodied souls and mm-hmm. it's good. You know, the connection between our bodies and our souls is real. And so it's good to enact what's going on in our hearts. Yeah. I mean, just a, just to highlight that it's sometimes funny to me that, you know, people that would say they're, you know, oh, raising my hands makes me so uncomfortable. Any kind of any kind of movement or excitement or, you know, beyond hands in my pocket stoicness mm-hmm. in worship makes me really uncomfortable. M- most of those folks, if you went over to their house when they were watching a Vikings game, mm-hmm. would be real expressive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> right. And they'd be real expressive if there were a bunch of other people there. Mm-hmm. But I mean, uh, they'd be yelling at the TV. <laughs> uh-huh. They would be jumping up and down at the mm-hmm. few good plays the Vikings make every year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, all those <laughs> all those types of things would be happening. And that is exactly what we're talking about. That's an expression of something going on yep. in, in their hearts at that moment. I mean, and, and that and again, it's not, I'm picking on Vikings fans, but I mean, when Stone and Apollos and me were watching the Warriors games late at night, as I mean, when they, I remember a shot they made where it was clear it was the dagger. Mm-hmm. 
and Stone and Apollos and I all at the same time jumped up off the couch. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're high-fiving, right? And, and yeah. also because, man, our hearts were doing something and our bodies just did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so... I would just I would just challenge folks. I, I, people do worship with expression mm-hmm. in various areas of their life, and just encourage them, man. How much more exciting is Jesus and what He's done for us mm-hmm. than the best game winning shot? Yeah, you know. And I love game winning shots. I mean, I get really <clears throat> into those. Yep. But how much better is Jesus? So maybe we just need to be less inhibited. You know, as kids are. You know, as a as we're in the worship service, sometimes I see some people's younger children kind of dancing in the aisles and just the freedom that comes with that. Not that we all need to do that or anything, but, and also I was just thinking that it's also not just about ourselves, right? Yeah, but exactly. it's about, sometimes I look around a little bit during worship and if I, I see people expressing themselves in worship and, hey, I know, I know they're going through a hard thing and just see them like crying out to God and worshiping him is an encouragement to my heart. Yeah in worship and just how we can do that for each other. Not that that's the goal of why we should be expressive, but that is an effect of it when we gather together. Absolutely. And I mean, I think that that's not the the, the only goal, but I think that is one of the goals. And that's why we're supposed to speak to one another in Psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. It's mm-hmm. because yeah. there is a one anothering that's happening. And we're, we're yeah. in a sense saying, come on, keep going, you know? Right. We're in this together and we're pushing on and I'm going to hold your hand, you're going to hold my hand and yeah. we're going to pull each other to the finish line. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was so it was so much better, right, watching the Warriors game to do that with my boys. Mm-hmm. Like it would have been fun by myself, but it was so much better to do it with them, right, to celebrate the same thing, go after the same thing together. And that's what we get to do in corporate worship mm-hmm. too. Yep. I, and it's not even just like during the songs, um, but I mean, there's 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 a bunch of people who have told me I, I just want to say amen out loud sometimes, you know, like during the sermon. I'm like, hey, do it, <laughs> say yeah. it. Uh-huh. you know, let your heart, you know, to encourage other people to be engaged too, and you know, just to to corporately be able to express what what we're feeling, what mm-hmm. God's doing in the moment. I think is a sweet thing. Again, not not artificially. We right. don't we don't want to play any games <clears throat> at all. But I think I think. Um, I think it's just as artificial in one sense to not express how we're really feeling about it as it is to overexpress. You know, mm-hmm. I think that in our particular vein of Reformed Baptist kind of Christianity, we're much more wary of overexpressiveness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there's also a danger of underexpressiveness yeah. um, in in not representing all that God's doing in our hearts. So. Yeah. I mean, coming to a worship service to engage in singing and hearing the word preached is not the same as going to a classroom to hear a lecture, you know, where it is just kind of a download of information, Mm -hmm. you know, to learn. Right. It's a lot more than that. And so it would make sense to be more engaged um, physically, I guess, in worship than you would be just sitting, listening to a lecture in a classroom. Yep. So is this part of like one of the reasons why like the Lord's table is so meaningful is because it's a, it's a physical enactment with our bodies of a spiritual reality. That's kind of, that's what's kind of going on. I think so. It's the point we've been making. Yeah. yeah that I think that it's uh we could just say, Hey, let's just read the words. Right. Just remember yeah. when Jesus did this, but he actually tell, I mean, it, what, and what's so instructive is he tells us to do it. Mm-hmm. He says, do this yep. As, until I come back in remembrance of me. 
keep on doing this. Yep. Which must mean that there's some value in doing it. Yeah. It helps us remember. Right. right. The, the actions do. And it even says in 1 Corinthians 10 that it's the, the bread that we break is fellowship yep. in Christ's body yep. and the cup that we drink is fellowship. Yep. In, yep. in Christ's blood. And so we are yeah. fellowshipping yep. in those actions with Jesus. Like there's there's another f- spiritual yep. reality. Participation. That's participating, yep, yep. yep. uh-huh. Yep. yep, that's right. And one other thing I wanted to add, that's not exactly, you know, happens always in the service. Sometimes we do have a time of greeting one another, but before and after the service of mm-hmm. greeting one another, you know, giving a handshake or a hug and just, speaking to one another and showing that love and care for each other as a family, mm-hmm. I think is a part of that and just showing care to one another. It's in, it is interesting, isn't it? That like you'll talk to people about churches and often what you'll hear is either I came in and people saw me and they greeted me and they interacted with me and it felt so warm. Or you'll hear, you know, I, I walked in and no one saw me and no one greeted me and I walked out and, so why, why do, why do people want that interaction? Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> you know, why, why does it matter? And I think it's to Stacy's point, they're not there just for an information download. They're there to fellowship, to be a part of this gathering of embodied souls where they want to join in something with other souls yep. <laughs> in their bodies. And they want to be seen. They want to be, mm-hmm. they want their hand to be shaked, shook, shook, shook. Shaken. 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 <laughs> Not stirred. Um, they, uh, um, they, uh, they want that interaction because they're embodied souls in the image of God. And uh, so he, he, to Stacey, I'm just bringing it up because to Stacey's point, it's like, man, look around on a Sunday. If you're, if you're here and you're listening to this and you're one of our regular folks, look around for new folks <laughs> and make sure they feel uh, the welcome of God in, in the presence of of, the, of them being there, you know, their, their physical bodies being there. Yep. Awesome. Well, anything else you guys have to say about this? Do you have any, you got a resource there? Got a Stacey? quote? Got a quote from the book, from your resource? No, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> we do. were kind of talking about it already a little bit, but no, I just read this book recently, You're Only Human by Kelly Capick. Um, it just talked about some of the things, kind of the doctrine of humanity, but how we are not God. And we are limited and finite, and that's a good thing. And mm-hmm. he just had a section on some of the things we've been talking about. So Expression and corporate worship and why we do those things. Yeah. yeah. Yep. That's great. Awesome. Well, we're going to gather on Sunday, and we're going to raise our hands together in worship. So yes. I'm looking forward to it already. Say amen. Say amen, people. Just say it out loud. Yeah, just say just it. Just do it. Just say it. Raise your hands. Clap along. It's good. Thanks, everybody. <laughs>